welcome. You've got mail. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of TechStream. Uh, we missed last week, and I got to tell you, I don't. I didn't hear from listeners. People were very kind. They understood that we took a week, you know, Labor Day weekend. We were both away. I understood all that, but my goodness, it felt like a pit in my stomach. I there was like there was something missing, and it wasn't the recording. No offense, Shelley. It was yeah. the putting it together. <laughs> it yeah. was it was the editing of the podcast. I was like, what am I not doing? There's something missing in my life. My goodness, a week really hurt me. Uh, well, I'm glad you're back, Seth, and you'll be plenty busy. So that's the good news. That's good to hear. Uh, we were also busy. Apple was also busy. Uh, they had their big uh, 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 unveiling of their new line of iPhones and whatnot. Uh, mm -hmm. There's one question that I wanted to ask you. You know, Apple used to have these in theaters. Yeah. And when COVID hit, they started making these like virtual presentations. Mm-hmm. They had people at the Apple complex, like media people at right. the Apple complex. Why are they still doing these virtual things, trying to show how fancy their technology is? I like that. You know how a sporting event was was deterred when COVID hit and there were no fans in the stands? Yes. I think Apple makes this stuff bigger when they say, we have satellite technology. And all of a sudden you hear a wah. Like, I, I think the crowd is missing from these presentations. When I upgraded to my new Apple device, because I'm on Apple's new phone every year plan where they spread the payments out over two years and torture you about that. And we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> I was I was given a, a new option this year, which I refused on principle to take. There were three shipping options. First, I could get it September 16th by going to the Apple store and making an appointment. And a genius bar person would take the stuff from my iPhone 13 Pro Max and put it on my iPhone 14 Pro Max. I did that last time. I will never do it again. It was seamless and perfect when I went to the store. But what did not happen is I did not have the backup to all of my authenticator requirements, both in the Google Authenticator and the Microsoft Authenticator. And wow, did I pay for that party with my dearest blood. So I'm yeah. going to not let them do that. I'm going to just, and I'm not going to pick it up. Although that would be almost two weeks earlier. They were offering me September 16th as a pickup date. Here it is, Seth. Ready? I could get it between September 27th and October 3rd for $8 of extra shipping money on my $1,700 commitment to the Apple well, organization. Right, because you get it through your cell, your cell service. Right. Or, the, the actual phone itself is not the big deal. It's the commitment to having... Oh, no, no, no. This phone lines. is 1700 bucks, my friend. This is a $1,700 commitment. Oh. And oh, uh, then, you, then you add yeah, yeah. Verizon on top of that. Um, Here's the thing. $8, but if I don't pay them the $8... I can get it between October 3rd and October 7th. So if I'm feeling like waiting an extra week, I can have free shipping. But for $8, they'll ship it a little early. But I could pick it up two weeks earlier if they don't have to ship it. Okay, Apple, that $8. Did you really, Tim Cook, did you need that 8 bucks? Did you? 
Three trillion dollar company. You needed that eight dollars. I I literally wanted to jump through the phone and choke Tim. I, I just on principle wouldn't pay the eight bucks. I'll wait. But I'll tell you what, Seth. Here's here's the most important part of this whole thing to me. I'm neither an Apple fanboy nor a Samsung fanboy. I carry both phones. I've got a Samsung Fold, and I've got an iPhone 13 Pro Max. Why do I carry two phones? Some people would carry one for personal and one for business. I don't do it that way at all, although I tend to use them that way. You do one uh, for your A-list friends and the other for the riffraff? No, it's so that I keep abreast of every Android functionality change and that I, I know what's happening in iOS. And what I really do is every other day kind of switch the favorite phone one way or the other, two separate phone numbers. So the text messages all come in on the phones independently. And that's a little annoying, but I tend to only let people text my iPhone when I when I can when I have a choice about that. Anyway, notwithstanding, I didn't elect to pick up the phone two weeks early. First time in the history of iPhones, I didn't need the iPhone. At least 14 of them. First time in 14 iPhones that I have not needed to be the first online, the first in the, or get a, get an advance review copy of the device so i could talk all about it now if you go to shellypalmer.com the september 8th blog is a hundred percent about apple all apple all the time you know the things you need to know about uh, ios 16 and the uh, iphone 14 pro max and all the other iphones and the apple watch ultra and all that stuff and if you're but, listening to this at the time this podcast is released ios 16 is out yeah so look and that looks fantastic it does and i'm not going to say it doesn't but it is I was stunned at myself. I didn't care. <laughs> One more time. An Apple major launch, major phone, which I paid for. <laughs> and also, this is this stunned me too. The phone, the iPhone 14 Pro Max can have up to a terabyte of internal memory for which they charge an extra whatever, $100, $200 or whatever. Uh, I had the terabyte 13 pro max but realized i only used about 230 gigabytes of that memory so with two-thirds of the memory or actually three quarters of the memory free i just decided wow i'm going to back it down so i actually saved 100 bucks a month uh i'm sorry i saved 10 dollars a month saved 100 some odd dollars off the phone to to i just went to a 512 iphone i haven't had a 512 iphone since they offered terabyte iPhones. I'm not, and I have, I extensively take pictures, but I just have, and shoot videos, but apparently not enough to, not enough. So uh, I, this was a okay. very strange, can, we, this can, I mac really macro this? can I macro this? iPhone 14. If you have an iPhone 13, do you need iPhone 14? No. Can I, I could wait till 15, answer? right? You might be able to wait till 16. I, it, These the things are so impressive. What is better? And, you know, that was another thing from the Apple presentation. They 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 put down the previous year. And, you know, I, I watched the uh, the presentation of the AirPods Pro. Yeah, I have this series one. They're yeah. releasing series two. If you're starting to tell me how bad my AirPods Pro are, I love them. So, so they work great. I've never had a problem with them. I'm not getting your series two. What are they? What are they going to say? You know, it's interesting to me. 
where this is obviously pointing. We're waiting for whatever's after handsets now. Yes, the iPhone 14 Pro has a slightly better screen, a slightly better camera, slightly longer battery life. It's slightly thinner. It's slightly light. I mean, all the slightlies. And that's big. That's a big deal. As Apple learns to make stuff smaller and faster and better, they're getting closer to whatever's next. But what's next has got to be some augmented reality device, whether that's going to be in the form of glasses or or something else we've yet to see uh, unveiled, wh whether there'll be haptic feedback. I mean, am I going to go through life wearing uh, a bracelet that looks like an Apple watch or an Apple watch that is so tightly tied to the phone that it uh, is able to transmit haptics or some other sensory information to me, as opposed to taking sensory information about me. I don't know. Uh, but at some point we're going to get past handsets or we'll, we will see augmented experiences and the handsets will change their functionality. They'll become, I would assume the the edge computing for the augmented reality glasses or the mixed reality glasses when it can't happen soon enough this is marking time you can't make a faster phone call you can't watch a faster stream like streams are real time because you need to watch it in real time or double speed or whatever but it's not you're you are watching it in a linear way nothing they're doing with the phone is changing how you consume media or how you use, how you communicate. You're not texting any faster with the better, with the better phone. You're not doing anything better enough where you'd say it's worth another 1500 bucks. Let's go. <laughs> so if you buy your phone, there's zero reason I'm on this new phone every year thing because I sort of relegated my thinking to this sort of place that says, I don't own my iPhone. I lease it from Apple and the cost is roughly 70 bucks a month right. for the phone. And I just live with that. And every year I'm going to drop 70 bucks. So it might as well be the newest phone because what's the difference. If I buy the phone on time, it's the same 70 bucks a month. And every two years I then do it again. So, but at the end of the day, I'm still spending 70 bucks a month on average on the phone. So why not just have the new phone every year? See, and my logic is, as soon as I start to see some kind of battery denigration or something going on with the phone, that's when I do the upgrades. And Which is every two you or three remember, years. You remember we did it on the podcast. I was in Florida and my phone crashed. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. And that so I so now I have an iPhone 13 Pro. It's relatively brand new. The battery life is at like 97%. What am I? I, I wasn't even remotely interested in the story of the iPhone 14. All I cared about watching this 90-minute presentation, when is iOS 16 coming out? That's what I want. I want the enhanced maps. I want the better software. I want the, the widgets and all the other stuff. And the, thir and the 13 will run all of that. By the all way, for anybody, for anybody who's interested, the batteries that they put in an iPhone or an Android phone, top of the line, are going to cease to function optimally somewhere between the second and third year and by the by the by the 36th month you will absolutely need to replace the battery in order for the phone to work at, at anything that resembles peak performance or as designed if you can put up with the degraded phone you don't need a new one chances are it it 
they are supporting iPhones that go back pretty far. So it's not that there's capabilities that they're adding uh, that that you can't functionally use. Now, Seth, to be fair, some of the 3D sensors and some of the things they use for augmented the current augmented reality or the current feature set. For example, I don't know. Have you ever used the tape measure in the iPhone? No, I never have. It's so great. You should do it. Just type in, uh, you know, it's, uh, an app. To, it's, yeah, a... it's built in. You, you, you know, yeah, yeah. swipe down with your thumb and just, um, you, you can uh, just type in um, uh, measure M E A S U R E. And then you point your phone at anything and you click plus and then you go to the other side of it and you click plus again. And it's going to tell you, like I just did my eyeglass case. It's six and a half inches long. Super accurate. Super accurate. And it's built into a really dirty joke that I'm not telling right now. I understand. But when, <laughs> and I probably chose the the number of inches improperly for a G-rated podcast. But anyway. <laughs> This this functionality is brought to you by the the optical sensors and the and the um, just the full sensor array inside the phone. So if you if you don't have those sensors in the hardware, it doesn't matter if you have the software or not. It can't do it. So if you're running on an iPhone that doesn't have the sensor array required to create the measurements, then you're not getting it. Remember, the uh, software like iOS 16 will not give hardware any capabilities the hardware doesn't have. It will just give you, if you've got compatible hardware, the ability to do these kinds of things. So if you have an iPhone 7 or something and you're saying, should I upgrade? If you want an iPhone, only an iPhone will do. Go for it. But if you got a 13, yeah, you know, 13, 13 right. Pro Max, and, and you're wondering, should you get a 14? If you own that phone unless you've got a lot of disposable money or you absolutely need to have one in your own mind, there's no reason. Can you answer two questions then? Uh, number one, uh, there's this idea that if you don't have access to Wi-Fi or cellular service, uh, you can hit SOS emergency uh, on, on an iPhone 14 and it will uh, reach satellite technology. You have to point it towards the sky and it will send a message to whatever the appropriate emergency service is. I hope as that, someone who covers tech for your career. Yeah. What how how impressive is that? A, it's magnificent. Right. B, it's, it sounds really effing cool. And I it sounds and is uh sounds like and is life-saving technology for those who will ever use it or need it. There are plenty of places on earth where you will travel with your phone where you don't have a cell signal and there's certainly no Wi-Fi. And the ability to stay connected uh, or to to report your location and that you're in distress is fantastic. One has to think through the number of people who find themselves in that situation and who's going to ever use it. But if it saves even one life, it's the greatest thing ever done. The greatest so, thing ever. Like it's it's ever. fantastic. So, uh, uh, the so watch now has this new uh, capability to detect car crashes. Yeah, that's the the watch has sensors in it that will understand uh, because of the way the just the way that all of the, the accelerometer and the GPS chip and all of the sensors inside the watch, uh, it can understand from movement what has happened. It, it knows when you fall now, it can pretty much take a good guess that you've fallen down and it'll give you an alert and it'll ask you why you haven't gotten up and 
you know, there's look, this is all pretty fantastic. Some people, the naysayers get all flipped out because they think it's um, invasive or somehow uh, invading of the private, uh, your privacy. I look at it differently when Amazon echo came out and you could ask it to turn on and off your music. A lot of people thought that was a great thing. And because it is right. when Moen and Kohler and the companies that do faucets and stuff and showers and, and uh, toilets made their toilets and their showers, Alexa compatible. Everybody started to laugh at that. I said, you know what? If, if you don't have agency, if you are injured, you got your arm in a cast, you just had surgery, you, you or you're permanently disabled or unable to, to reach the shower faucet or, or reach behind or bend down, you know, without back issues. And you can say, um, echo, I won't use the other term cause I have one here, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, set the shower to 140 degrees or 120 degrees and, and get into a shower that's not going to scald you. And I mean, that gives agency and dignity. So this is to me, if one person could live on their own with dignity and, and grace uh, for one minute longer, because there's a sensor that can, can report to a loved one or a medical professional or an emergency, uh, someone who's, who's watching for an emergency signal, and they don't have to be monitored so that they don't feel like they are a burden to their loved ones or whatever. I mean, this is, there's two sides to every one of these. I always look for the, for the, I'm an optimist by nature. I like to pretend that I'm curmudgeon and I like to pr pretend that I'm cynical. And I like to pull holes in, holes in things, but the profession I'm in, which is technology, you know, media and marketing. So these are all very optimistic things. This is all about, you know, what's new, what's next, what's going to, and, I just love where this is. Is it a reason to run out and buy the iPhone 14? And the short answer is probably not, unless you have a use case. Remember, Seth, if you want an iPhone, nothing else will do. And there's plenty of people who are just going to get it no matter what and going to get it as soon as they can. That's the magic of Apple. It's a fashion accessory. It's not necessarily a technology, a piece of technology. And th that's all great. But for those who are sitting on that fence saying, should I, shouldn't I? you're asking one man's opinion 13 14 there isn't enough difference to justify the expense unless you're on one of the plans like i am where it's my actual monthly thing and it's, it's i mean my monthly cost. thing went down i was at 73 dollars and where is it i had this number i was at 73 80 a month i don't know how apple got to that number and the new thing is it is it uh 69.42 i actually saved a few bucks a month because i cut back on the from a terabyte to 512 but it's like I just resigned myself to the fact that that's what you know I'm, I'm seventy yeah. bucks a month ish into my big deal into right. my hardware. But if everybody won't be doing that, oh by the way, just to take a shot at Apple. So last year, Apple, my wife and I are on the same plan, same billing cycle, and her last year she waited like an hour before doing the upgrade. I sent her a note saying, Hey, just got the email, make sure you pre-order. And I didn't want to do it for her. Cause I wanted her to right. pick the color. Like I didn't, I don't, she has like color preferences and all that stuff. I just, so she didn't get to it till like an hour after I sent her the note and her ship date because of the mad rush yeah, yeah. was about three weeks later, later. than yep. mine. Totally. Wait for it. 
this morning, uh, she had picked the color in the pre-order. And so all it was was when I woke up this morning, I asked her if she had pre-ordered. She said, no. I said, well, all right, give me your phone. I'll, I'll deal with it for you. Went to do it. She's going to get her iPhone about a week later than I'm going to get my iPhone. They're going to charge a $66 pre-order fee because she it, the, she technically has a month left on her 12 months. She's not, not yep. eligible, because but they shipped it. She ordered it. They shipped it a month later. She's paying 60 bucks as a penalty. And I didn't want to just, I don't, I actually was worth $60 to put it back on the same cycle of, of billing to mine, but what a rip. It's like they, they delayed it. And now I have to, I by can't order hours, by, by two like, hours. Uh, they, but that's like so, concert tickets. It's crazy. But, uh, that, that, you know, we could do a whole podcast one day about Ticketmaster and the, you know, how hard it is when, when, when pre-orders get on, go on sale. And if you're not there at the exact moment, hitting refresh on your browser, and you, you know, you're sitting in the nosebleeds. It, it, it happens all the time. It's just annoying. By the Anything way, the new that's Air- in high demand. By the way, new AirPods Pro with the new H2 chip supposed to be improved sound quality and improved noise cancellation. And I know I'm that sure it is. Did. If my AirPods Pro break, I'll get them. And this may be the only $249 after I get them, which I will have in a couple of weeks um, after I get them, I will do like a compare and contrast it, to the AirPods one to the AirPods that I have now. The, yeah, yeah. I think I have a second or I think I have third generation. See, my only argument for that a is third generation AirPods. eBay. If you, if I went on eBay right now and sold my AirPods pro one for 75% of the cost, of the AirPods too, then you're paying a minimal cost and you get the upgrade. Yeah. That's the only argument. That's the only argument for AirPods. (laughs) I don't know. I did that with a watch a bunch of years ago. I have the series seven watch because of that. I'm such a um, nitpicker when it comes to audio quality. I like the AirPods. No kidding. I do a podcast with you. (laughs) I, I just feel like if any improvement, if it's, if it's a noticeable improvement, on noise canceling headphones, you can generally hear the difference because you generally can. They've done a remarkable job for for what I consider pretty bad tech. They've done a pretty great job of making the iPods, uh, the AirPods Pro, uh, a really nice user experience. I have Etymotic earbuds that are wired. Like four hundred fifty five hundred dollar ear, and they are they're noise canceling, and because of the way the earpiece works, they simply have this. You ever use those like spongy earplugs on the airline? Uh-huh, so they have uh-huh. like spongy. Yeah, yeah. They have that like spongy stuff, and you crush it down, and you put it in your ear, and it completely seals your ear. The bass response on these things are amazing, but they're wired, right? I mean, you know, right. it's like, and at a certain you point, spoiled. you just want to. Yeah, you get spoiled. You just like. Uh, yeah, of course you never have to charge them. There's a the trade-offs, like the trade-offs everywhere. So I have become uh, AirPods Pro Pro because I've sort of just relinquished and and just sort of again resigned myself to all right. This is what Tim Cook has done to me. I'm very excited to see what the new AirPods Pro are about. And if they're not worth two hundred forty nine dollars, I to me. I will tell you that don't do it, but I won't out of hand before hearing them pass judgment. I did pass judgment 
on the $500 over the ear Apple earphones last time. When I finally got my hands on them, I was right in my assessment that there wasn't any way in the world they were worth 500 bucks. And there isn't any way in the world they were worth $500 or are. But for 250 bucks with the mobility, you know, if, if the battery life's a little better. Oh, and the one thing that I think would make this worth it I, you know, I walk every morning four miles and so I wear my, I don't know. I do every morning. Cause I, I need to, cause it's like the only exercise I get, but this will have a volume slider finally on, on the, the actual AirPods. Yeah. yeah. And I, to me, that's like the, the watch st- one doesn't, I, I don't love this was this, this is a really good thing. Cause I'll leave my iPhone usually in my pocket in you know buried deep enough where it doesn't bang all the way around while i'm walking or running because i'll sometimes i'll break into a run to you know to get a little more exercise this i'm looking forward to having the volume on the earbud itself on the actual airpod uh, physical piece so we'll see i'm it'll be here in a couple weeks seth we'll talk about it i won't dismiss it out of hand there is that's functionality See, to me that's new functionality right we really have improved noise canceling we really have improved sound quality all right we'll we'll judge that with the h3 chip but uh, h2 chip i'm excited about that but just the volume on the outside is that worth a refresh i don't know to me it is yeah just the convenience factor it is no, uh, i get it you know I- and then yeah. I'll let you I'll let you sell um my existing AirPods Pro on eBay and then we'll oh. donate the proceeds to yes. uh worthy cause. Because I'm go. not I'm not I'm not going on eBay anytime soon to sell anything, but I'll hand them to you next time what I see I, you. Oh, and, you know what I sold on eBay that oh, I loved? I sold a lot of stuff from uh my 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 parents' house when oh, my father died. Yeah. I sold a lot of stuff that my mother had no use for. I I had no use for it, and I put it out there. I charged very minimal prices and I sold it. I got rid of it. Nah. Wasn't, you know, it's it's not going to pay my rent, you know, you know what I mean? We'll have to talk about eBay. That's that's that the transition I find eBay company, fascinating. Yeah, it's that that the transition of that company from what it was to what it is and yeah. how it's holding its own is pretty interesting. Hey, one last thing before we get out of here. Uh if you're hearing this, the Queen Elizabeth passed away a week ago or longer depending on when you're listening and Within just and uh, in case we haven't said it enough times or hasn't been said enough times, we certainly our condolences go out to her family and her loved ones and the citizens of her realm, uh, far and wide around the world. The woman had but she was a monarch impact. for 75 years, just an incredible, incredible run and a wonderful and extraordinary life. So, I don't want to in any way not you know say anything other than that. How right, we're not making light of it. We're not. No, no, not. And we're not. And, uh, you know, uh, I lost my mom in February and, uh, you know, the royal family, father, maybe, right. yep. you know, I, that hurts. And the, no yep. matter what we think of the royal family or whatever their intrigue and espionage is, you lose your mom, you lose your grandmother, you lose your great grandmother. This is terrible stuff. So let's just leave that there that we well, know. This is also 96. Let, let, yeah, yeah, good, good run. We know the pain that the family's in and people who, who loved her. And, and I want to, in all honesty, just say that what I'm about to say should not take away from that. Make sure okay. you're clear. Within two seconds <laughs> of the Queen's passing, <laughs> the most vile, disgusting, evil crypto story evolved. <laughs> this morning when I woke up, which is the day after the Queen has passed away, and that's when we're recording this podcast, according to Dex Screener, and Dex is for Decentralized Exchange, DexScreener.com is where you go look 
and see what's going on on decentralized crypto exchanges. Wait for it. I saw trading new coins, brand new coins. Queen Elizabeth Inu, Queen Doge, God Save the Queen coin, London Bridges Down coin, Queen Grow, RIP, Queen Elizabeth coin, Elizabeth II coin, Queen Inu 2, and I'm just naming a couple of them. And they were all, and, oh, and I don't know, some ungodly number of NFTs on OpenSea, like thousands, oh, just uh, thousands of NFTs with the Queen's image. A world figure like that? You can't be surprised. This, no, I wasn't surprised. I was nauseated. These are pump and dump schemes. And while you while you can learn nothing of uh, no good can come out of what's happening there. What this is an up close personal view, even if you're hearing this when it drops the Tuesday that it drops or the week um, after that the means right. that passing uh, uh, what you will learn or get is an up close personal view of what happens uh, to, to the true underbelly of Web3 or decentralized finance. Here you have people in a totally unregulated way, crafting pump and dump schemes, exploiting a famous person's death. And I got to tell you, this is what has to stop in order for legitimate tokens and legitimate cryptocurrency and legitimate questing and all the goodness out of Web3 and decentralized finance is being clouded right now by this nonsense. So yeah. I'm not giving financial advice for that. You need a licensed financial advisor. Crypto is inherently risky. If you're going to make a crypto investment, please consult the licensed financial advisor. Seth Everett and Shelley Palmer are not licensed financial advisors, but for goodness sake, <laughs> A, don't play here, just information and a one man's opinion. And B, if you're gonna go look and you should, you'll get a pretty good understanding of how easy it is to stand up a cryptocurrency how easy it is to pump it and dump it when something happens. This is like selling NFTs for Star Wars tickets when a new Star Wars comes out. Right, right. I mean, any this is that it's almost it, it's almost spam. I won't can, call can it. Can I it ask down to spam? But it, it's almost spam. Can I ask a naive question then? Yeah. Don't they have to change all their money, like their actual money? <laughs> There's a mechanism for that. The queen, the queen's image will stay on all of their currency, and they'll start to issue currency with the new monarch, which would be King Charles the Third. And that so is will that what they're going to do? And it's just going to yeah. phase out slowly. Yeah, the, as they come out of circulation, they'll the paper money will slowly change, and the coins will slowly change uh, over time. They're, everybody asks that question immediately. Of course, it can't happen overnight, nor should it. And you know, they change the national anthem instantly. <laughs> it's now God save the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and and you know that I thought you were going to do something else. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> listen, listen. If you want to just keep looking at the YouTube clips of Pat her of the Queen with uh, Paddington Bear, or when Reggie Jackson tried to kill the Queen in Naked Gun, there's all great references in pop culture. She danced with Gerald Ford. She posed for pictures with John F. Kennedy. It's a remarkable, remarkable run. I don't know. We don't change our money when somebody. <laughs> Yeah, George Washington is is, is yeah, yeah. He's, he's still dead. Um, exactly. I, I was looking, but no. Although I saw him singing on TikTok the other day, along with Abe Lincoln and Teddy Roosevelt, it was kind of a nice, kind of a nice AI. Um. Anyway, Seth, <laughs> that'll do it for the seventy yeah. fifth episode of Tech Stream. Thanks for listening, folks. We will see you next week. Don't get a new iPhone yet.